Welcome to Freedom Highway. It is Tuesday, April 26th, 9 o'clock, here in Kingston, New York. Thanks for listening. I'm Nick Pankin. I'm glad to be with you. And uh, for this next hour, we're going to listen to a lot of music. A lot of great music, a lot of jazz music. Not so many words tonight, uh, but a lot of power nonetheless. The occasion for this episode is the just past centennial of the great American composer and musician Charles Mingus, who was born April. 22nd, 1922, 100 years ago, in Arizona and uh, raised in California. Mingus worked in jazz, played upright bass and piano as a band leader, certainly among the all-time greats and uh, certainly not shy uh, to expressing his convictions, including on political matters and his uh, music career um, largely uh, coincided uh, with uh, black-led struggles here in the United States against white supremacy and uh, he encountered these issues head-on with his music uh, at times and uh, and that'll be what we try to cover tonight tons of great music from Charles Mingus uh, speaking on, on or, or engaging with all different kinds of uh, important topics uh, and the music selected for tonight's show is, is going to be uh, the topics of uh, well of, of, of politics of uh, like I said you know the civil rights movement and uh And then also uh, engaging with, um, oh, he made a little bit of music around the uh, uprising in Attica, for instance, in the early 70s. But I'm certainly no expert in jazz, so uh, just going to trust that the music of Charles Mingus is uh, capable, which it certainly is, of speaking for itself. Um, I think what we'll start out with tonight We'll actually start out just to sort of set the tone with uh, a very brief uh, recording, just a minute. This is taken from uh, a documentary of, um, of, of Charles Mingus called uh, Triumph of the Underdog, which, by the way, is also the, the title of his, uh, of his autobiography. Um, and uh, this movie actually just played this past weekend, I think. It was, uh, maybe it was on Sunday at the Rosendale Theater. I, I didn't get to make it, but I've seen uh, a bunch of this movie, which is, uh, you can find it for free online, called Triumph from the Underdog. And uh, this is just a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a, a quick minute taken from that film of, uh, of Charles Mingus speaking in his, uh, in his uh, loft studio down in, uh, in the East Village in Manhattan, uh, actually uh, while he's trying to prepare for an uh, impending eviction which is uh, really a powerful part of that film. And then we're going to get into uh, some music from Charles Mingus. So uh, hope you enjoy 
this next hour of music from Charles Mingus for the occasion of his centennial born April 22nd, 1922, the great Charles Mingus. I pledge allegiance to the flag, the white flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of America. When they say black or Negro, it means you're not an American. I pledge allegiance to your flag. Not that I have to, but just for the hell of it, I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, the white flag, with no stripes, no stars. It is a prestige badge worn by a profitable, profitable minority. Yeah, I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. I pledge allegiance to see that someday they will look to their own promises to the victims that they call citizens. Not just the black ghettos, but the white ghettos, and the Japanese ghettos, the Chinese ghettos, all the ghettos in the world. Well, I pledge allegiance, all right. I can pledge a whole lot of allegiance. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, no applause and keep it down. Your drinks, don't rally your ice in your glasses and don't ring the cash register. You got it covered? All right. I'd like to... Um, could you just, could you just continue this set with a composition dedicated to the first or second or third All-American heel, Fabus, and it's titled The Fables of Fabus. Oh, Lord, don't let us
That's ridiculous, Daddy. Oh, I heard they so sick and ridiculous, Daddy. Ku Klux Klan with your Jim Crow plan. That's Charles Mingus with the track Original Phobos Fables. That's from the 1960 record Charles Mingus Presents Charles Mingus. That was recorded for the Candid label, which was founded by uh, Nat Hentoff, the jazz critic. Uh, that composition was originally recorded entitled uh, Fables of Phobos the year prior um, in 1959 for the album Mingus Ah Um, but Columbia Records would only release the song as an instrumental, presumably disapproving of the explicitly political lyrics to the song, which is directed at white supremacist Arkansas Governor Orville Phobos, who a few years earlier in 1957 infamously ordered the Arkansas National Guard to prevent the racial integration of uh, Little Rock Central High School. Um, And uh, Charles Mingus wrote this song in response uh, to to oppose and and, uh, ridicule uh, and protest that uh, that governor and uh, a slew of other politicians who are rattled off quickly in that uh, song, some uh, recognizable names like Rockefeller uh, and uh, did I hear uh, Eisenhower in there? Um, and uh, and then generally the the you know protesting the uh, the the system of segregation and uh, and uh, well racism. Uh, with it. Um, next, we're going to listen to... I'm looking at the at the clock and trying to think about how exactly I would like to organize this, but I think what we'll do is... Uh, we will... Uh, we will listen to a... Uh, we'll listen to a song um, which is called uh, Don't Let It Happen Here. Um... And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of the background for this recording, and then we'll go into it a little bit more after we listen to it. This, uh, well, Charles Mingus was booked to play at the Monterey Jazz Festival in 1965, and uh, for whatever reason, he wound up leaving the stage after just about 30 minutes, uh, despite having a much longer program prepared, um, which I guess apparently had been... Uh, prepared for, composed specifically for the performance at Monterey. Um, but uh, he wound up not uh, delivering most of that um, program. But a few weeks later, he did perform the entire program uh, at UCLA, uh, and it was documented in this recording, which he self-released on his own um, jazz workshop label in 1966. See, there's a bit of a theme here. Uh, like I mentioned um Never, uh, never shy to express his convictions, and there's uh, also a uh, an ongoing um, 
battle with the uh, with the, the commercial music industry with the big record labels uh, who um, not only were engaging in in political suppression but also uh, economic uh, exploitation and uh, and and failed to give uh, creative freedom and uh, adequate financial compensation to uh, to the Charles Mingus, uh, so that you know there was uh, different different forms of uh, subversion trying to get around that kind of basically monopoly in the music industry, including uh, forming his own record label and releasing this record in nineteen and sixty six. Uh, the record called uh, "Music Written for Monterey" nineteen sixty five, not heard, played in its entirety at UCLA. And it was released in 1966. And this is uh, the track called Don't Let It Happen Here. This next piece is titled Don't Let It Happen Here. Please. Not quite. came and they took the communists and I said nothing because I was not a communist. Then one day they came and they took the people of the Jewish faith and I said nothing because I had no faith left. One day they came and they took the unionists and I said nothing because I was not a unionist. Catholic churches, and I said nothing because I was born a Protestant. Then one day they came and they took me, and I could say nothing because I was as guilty as they were for not speaking out and saying that all men have a right to freedom on any land. I was as guilty of genocide as you. Thank you. 
That's Charles Mingus in 1950, excuse me, 1965. Uh, the album Music Written for Monterey, 1965, not heard, played in its entirety at UCLA. And that record was released the following year. Uh, in 1966, the track called Don't Let It Happen Here, and once again performed there live. Uh, that particular song is clearly uh, pretty directly based upon a poem that came from Germany in the aftermath of the Third Reich when uh, German Lutheran pastor Martin Niemöller shared his confession for um, initially supporting Hitler's rise to power. Uh, the it was the early anti-communist policies of the Nazis that resonated with uh, with the um, with the Lutheran pastor and uh, his view of communists as being opponents of religion uh, made it okay that uh, that that they were being rounded up and held in concentration camps by the Nazis and it was only after Hitler eventually asserted the supremacy of the state over religion that Niemöller became an opponent of the regime which likewise led to his imprisonment and after the war uh, when he was out of prison Niemöller expressed uh, this moving sentiment of solidarity with the communists and uh, other victims of persecution from the Third Reich in a poem titled First They Came which has clear resonance in many situations of oppression beyond uh, Nazi Germany. Um, one translation uh, quotes uh, him as saying, First they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. And they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. And we hear uh, Charles Mingus in that recording aptly adding on, Don't Let It Happen Here, in 1965, which was the same year uh, that the protesters are marching down the Freedom Highway from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama, and are met with, uh, with state-sponsored violence in opposition to their uh, to their freedom agenda the same year that the staple singers are singing about it singing our theme song I heard at the top of the show um, in their church in Chicago um, and uh, it's it's uh, 1965 uh, when all of this is unfolding and, and Mingus is uh, is warning uh, pleading don't let it happen here borrowing the, uh, the, the the sentiment from uh, from German um, uh, pastor um, Martin Niemöller um, in fact let's well let's take a break uh, a quick pause and then when we come back I want to hear uh, 
I want to hear an example of Mingus touching on the subject of the marches from uh, Selma to Montgomery that were happening in 1965 when he was uh, warning uh, about uh, this to not happen here. Uh, we'll hear, um, we'll hear uh, Charles Mingus addressing uh, the events of Selma after we take this, uh, this brief pause. So stay tuned. <laughs> You're listening to Freedom Highway. I'm Nick Pankin, and I'm glad to be with you for the remainder of this uh, hour-long program. We're a little more than halfway through, where we are um, celebrating the centennial of Charles Mingus, the composer uh, who worked in uh, in jazz and uh, really one of the greats, um, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Not uh, not really a lyrically driven show tonight, uh, sort of a departure in that regard, um, but uh, I figured because uh, his music is so wonderful and, um, and uh, well, it's, it's kind of like a, a benchmark, 100 years, and not to mention April is apparently Jazz Appreciation Month, and uh, we don't get enough jazz on Freedom Highway, so I figured let's, let's give the hour, uh, give the hour over to hear what Charles Mingus has to say, how he, uh, dedicated some of his, uh, important, influential, significant, uh, body of work, uh, towards, um, the, the, uh, political, uh, mobilization towards, uh, ideas of freedom. Um, and he's going to touch on that in this next recording, this next track. Uh, as we mentioned before the break, um, uh, 1965, the year of the uh, of the previous recording and uh, the different things that were happening um, in, in the United States at that time, uh, including, uh, importantly for this show, uh, the theme song of the show, Freedom Highway by the Staple Singers, was... Uh, was uh, composed and, and performed uh, and shared um, as a direct response to the uh, civil rights marchers in Selma, Alabama. Uh, and um, we're going to hear Charles Mingus touch on that, touch on the events of Selma, Alabama in this uh, next recording, which, uh, which um, is, uh, is, is by the Mingus Big Band, uh, which is actually a uh, currently active um, group um, that um, that is, I guess, uh, organized by uh, by the widow of Charles Mingus, uh, Sue Mingus, and um, so this 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 uh, this. Um, this this recording is uh, not, um, I guess, uh, authentically uh, just Charles Mingus. Uh, it's uh, it's somewhat of a sonic collage as the music is uh, played by a band, um, like I, like I mentioned, Mingus Big Band, uh, a, a posthumous project, um, keeping uh, keeping his body of work, his compositions alive, um, and. Um, the album, which was released, this is taken from, which was released in 1999, is called Blues and Politics. Uh, and obviously, um, playing the music of Charles Mingus and um, particularly the, the, the political uh, political selections from that catalog. 
And this recording features original audio of, uh, of a, a recitation from uh, Charles Mingus, but also features audio of his son, uh, apparently, according to what I've uh, been able to read of the, of the liner notes, his son, Eric Mingus, who uh, also is a former Ulster County resident, by the way, uh, and also combines a uh, new, you know, contemporary recordings of a few, uh, at least a couple different um, uh, Charles Mingus compositions into this one piece. So this is called uh, It Was a Lonely Day in Selma, Alabama, and Freedom. And this is from uh, Blues and Politics, the 1999 album by uh, Mingus Big Band. We're trying to push this new movement that we are Americans, but Americans, Americans without justice. So this tune grows out of that. It's titled, A Lonely Day in Selma, Alabama. Summer, Alabama. People gathered there to walk and march for freedom. Mother with child in arm. I wonder about this freedom. Crosses is not a child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom. 
Moscow. This music from the South. This music has some learning, mostly mouth to mouth. This music could be called stubborn and lazy, but in a clever sort of way. This music could be working, waiting, and learning and planning for a sacred kind of day. The day when burning sticks and crosses is not mere child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom. Whose loving soul is imperfection and his most lustrous groom. So stand fast, young woman. Soothing contemplation, thy burning hole and aching thigh. Your stubbornness is of the living, and cruel anxiety has begun to die. Freedom. has some learning, mostly mouth to mouth. This mule could be called stubborn and lazy, but in a clever sort of way, this mule could be working, waiting, and learning and planning for a sacred kind of day, a day when burning sticks and crosses is not mere child's play, but a madman in his most incandescent bloom, whose loveless soul is imperfection and his most lustrous groom. So stand fast, young old man. Soothe in contemplation, thy burning hole and aching thigh. Your stubbornness is of the living, and cruel anxiety has begun to die. Stand fast, young old you. Stand fast. Like play a peace title. Oh Lord, don't let them drop that atomic bomb on me.
drop it, go down and drop it, stop it, bebop it. going to pop in here hopefully not disturb you too much to let you know that uh, you are still listening to Freedom Highway in the final few minutes of the show and underneath we're going out with uh, oh lord don't let them drop that atomic bomb on me from the 1962 record oh yeah from Charles Mingus We also heard Freedom Part 1 from the Complete Town Hall concert released in the same year. And that set began with the track It Was a Lonely Day in Selma, Alabama. Freedom. From the album Blues and Politics that Mingus Big Band put out in 1999 under the guidance of Sue Mingus, the widow of Charles Mingus, whose uh, centennial just passed. On April 22nd, he was born in 1922 and uh, never shied away from uh, expressing his political convictions in his significant, influential and extraordinary music. Much of which coincided with uh, various iterations of, of uh, freedom struggles, um, most often black-led freedom struggles in the United States. Like I said, we're going out with the song Oh Lord, Don't Let Them Drop That Atomic Bomb on Me. I'll let it play out for the remaining minute or so. Thanks for listening to Freedom Highway tonight.